0: Welcome to the Convos with the CHO podcast. My name is Edwin Edebrey, the Chief Happiness Officer with the I Am Happy Project and also the Happy Neighborhood Project. I want to say welcome to the call and thank you so much for joining us. Folks, I just want to take a couple seconds here to encourage you. If you like what you hear and you learn a thing or two, Please help us to spread the world. Definitely this is our way of helping spread happiness in the world by helping people increase and sustain their happiness by turning what usually is a very terrible, you know, beginning of the week into an exciting beginning of the week, making Monday something people look forward to to help to set a stage for the rest of the week. We want to help you to build a foundation of happiness for the whole week. That's what Happy Monday is all about. Folks, today, we, just like every Monday, we have a very exciting topic. Now, I'll tell you, this is not something that I ordinarily think about when I think about happiness. And, and I think you guys are gonna to have to agree with me because it, it just, it's coming from a whole different angle. But when we are done, you will definitely appreciate this angle. So today, folks, we are going to be talking about trust and happiness. Yeah, you heard me right. And I know some of you might be wondering right now what trust got to do with happiness. Well, until you hear Camille to read break it down for us. Okay, Camille has been on a journey for over forty years. Now, now check this out, though. Okay, forty years ago, he really wasn't happy guy. And the way he would put it, he said that. The happy has fallen out of his vocabulary. Well, you will get to understand how he brought it back, because sometimes, folks, we go on this journey and we leave happiness behind. We become successful and worry why happiness did not come. You know, he is an expert, folks, in really helping individual and business owners gain trust. Camille, welcome to the call.
1: Thanks, Edwin. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely, well let, 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 let's, let's get to it. Now, in, in your own experience, how do you help people find happiness?
1: <laughs> well, sometimes we'll, we find what we're looking for when we look in the opposite direction. And the opposite of happiness, some people will say is, is unhappiness. And some will say that it's sadness. And to me, the opposite of sadness is joy. And the opposite of happiness is on a daily basis when we're feeling disappointed. And when we feel disappointed, that usually what's happening behind that in our relationships is we have a severe lack of trust. So it's about building trust.
0: So let me ask you this then. Is that true then
1: that you either have trust or you don't? Well, it is true, it's a feeling, and when we, we have a lack of trust, it's because it's been damaged or lost, but there's ways that we can rebuild trust and therefore start to rebuild happiness in our relationships with people outside of us and with ourselves. And, and how can we do that? Well, trust is, is kind of tricky, uh, but the first part of it is in order to have healthy relationships, we have to keep our agreements very specific. And what I mean by that is what are we going to do or not do and a time commitment? When will we do that? That's where we either lose trust is when we have a broken agreement and in order to be worthwhile, it has to be specific, exactly what we'll do, and by when.
0: Well, now, now I, I want you kind of train a little bit here. Just listening to you, it, 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 you know, would you agree with me then that trust is not only just between you and somebody else. It can also be trust within yourself because based on what you just say now, you could make a commitment to do something and don't follow through, and you're, in a way, breaking the trust even with yourself.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And when we start to, to have trust issues within ourselves, we don't trust ourselves to, to do what we, we say we're going to do for ourselves in terms of self-care or exercise or do those important daily things we're supposed to do. We start to talk negatively to ourselves.
0: Wow. So, so now let me ask you this then, you know, what do we do when we feel that either an agreement has been broken or not kept? And again, this could be with somebody else or with ourselves. What do we do?
1: Perfect. Um, in my work with clients, and especially around life coaching, it's called the process we do is accountability. We're willing to hold ourselves accountable for our agreements. And... That's that's an important process, and we, we miss that step, and we always feel disconnected, and we start to feel lonely and isolated when we don't have that trust either with ourselves or with our family or with the people we work for. So now
0: how do we, you know, build accountability, or how do we hold ourselves accountable for something like that? This is, this is kind of, it's, it's an area that people, you know, before you go on though, I want to say something I've said before. And sometimes, folks, you hear some of these things and you might think, oh, no way, I'm not going to ever be able to do this. Or some people might even say, oh, I'm not going to ever be happy, you know. Folks, I want you to just understand, practice does not make perfect. Practice makes improvement. So if you listen to Camille right now, folks, or you sharing this with somebody else that you think might be going through some some trust issue, understand that with practice you can improve, but you just have to know what it is you're practicing, and I think that's one of the nuggets that Camille is giving to us right now. Identify the area you need to practice, and there is
1: hope. All right, okay, go, go for that, I that. Sure, that's exactly right, Edwin, and, and believe me, Uh, I've been practicing this a long time, and I still will keep practicing it (laughs) before I get it right. Uh, so, So the accountability process, the first thing I want to say is it's not a shaming process. We all carry too much shame. And so this process is not to shame another person, and it's not to shame ourselves for not keeping that agreement. It's to help us understand and to do better, like you were saying, practice and get better. So the accountability process goes really simple. The first question we ask is, what was the agreement? And then the second question, did you keep the agreement? And that's yes or no. If if there was no agreement, then we can't be upset or hurt with ourselves or the other person And if there was an agreement and they didn't keep it, the most important question that comes up next is, what did you choose? Whoa,
0: I like that. I I see the emphasis on the word choose. (laughs) I, I, I think I got that. I hope everybody listening to that is choose, right?
1: It's not like something just happened to you or something. All right, that's powerful, choose. Okay, go ahead. So, after they say that, the next question you can ask yourself if it's an issue within is what do you think that the impact was on yourself or the other person for that choice? Because the other person feels something when we don't keep that agreement and they start to to believe that maybe they're not important, they're not valuable. Um, they they don't, they don't have significance in your life. And so the next question is, what message do you think you sent that person by making this other choice? Whoa.
0: Folks, this is serious. <laughs> because I, I think, you know, you listening to all of these questions really, really peaceful feeling because that's really the foundation of happiness in a way you know that that, that is also awesome. now because of time I do I know people can go back and listen to this again I want you to go through those questions very quickly again before we wind this down
1: sure so the first question is what was the agreement the second question is did you keep the agreement the third question is, what did you choose to make more important? The fourth question is: what do you think the impact was on yourself or the other person? And the fifth question is, what message do you think that sent them was sent to them?
0: Wow. That's kind
1: of wide is down. How can that make us happier? (laughs) Well, I really, in the work that I do, know that this is such a fundamental piece to feeling happy. And when we have working relationships and people that we trust, and we have a relationship with ourselves, when we trust ourselves, we start to value them, we start to build a deeper connection and the happiness in my life comes from the relationship and the love and the trust that I have with others, and it also comes with, the, with that when I feel within me. Oh. That is awesome. in, sweet. I want to say thank you very
0: much. Folks, I'm telling you, Camille is one of our feature coaches. If you have not downloaded the Happy Button app yet, this might be a good time for you to do so. Download the Happy button and look for Kami. And the last name is spelled S as in Sam U R O R I T T. And you can also find him in the I am Happy under the teacher coach. Check him out. Folks, if you're having an issue with trust, folks, you definitely want this to be a beginning where you start choosing. Folks, and if you don't have an issue with trust, then welcome to the box. Folks, today we've been talking about trust and happiness. And my special guest, Kamil Suri. Thank you one
1: more time, Kamin. Thank you so much, Edwin. And um, thanks, everyone, for showing up on the call because I want to live in a world where we trust each other. Thank you. Okay.
0: Episode is over. Every good thing has to come to an end please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It will
1: mean a whole lot to me. Till next time, stay happy.